Hola, bonjour, hedge, ciao, hi, guten tag, hello and welcome to the CIO UK podcast. CIO UK's regular dose of discussion, hobnobbing, musings, hype vetting and futuristic conjecture with the Chief Information Officer community, usually in and from the UK, but for this special edition from across Europe. I'm Edward Qualtro, I'm the editor of CIO UK, and I'm delighted to introduce some conversations and discussions from IDG's inaugural CIO of the Year Europe Awards, held on Friday the 29th of November in Barcelona. The CIO of the Year Europe was an amalgamation of the different versions of the CIO 100 equivalents from our sister titles from the continent. It recognised winners in five categories, from large enterprises and SMEs, and with three project categories, each for innovation, sustainability and diversity in IT and business, and received more than 100 applications from 17 European countries. Announced at a lavish gala celebration dinner in Barcelona, our inaugural winners were Equinor CIO, Orsil Hanalarsen, that's a Norwegian energy company, Bank Data CIO, Morten Gade Christiansen, that's a Danish financial services organisation, Sassir Chief Innovation and Strategy Officer, Victor de Avila, that's a Spanish construction company, Mars Pet Care CIO, Miao Song, uh, Mars Bars and uh, Pet Foods, and MPWIK CIO and CFO, Piotr Slomieni. I won't try to pronounce the full name of the organisation, but it's a Polish utilities company. We are going to hear from four of our five winners, Orsil, Morton, Victor and Miao Song. Peter, having had a 3am start, wasn't quite ready to chat to the podcast or video at this late stage of the evening. Uh, as well as recognised finalists, Emiliano Sorrenti, the CIO at Italy's Aeroporti di Roma uh, in the innovation category and Stefan Württemberger in the SME category. We also caught up with Hovis Director of IS and Supply Chain, Dominic Housen, Horwich Farrelly CIO, Chris Jekyll, and ABB Powergrid CIO, Michael Lochler, who is part of the CIO of the Year Europe jury. Please bear in mind that all of these recordings took place during the celebrations between the hours of 10pm and around half midnight, and as such, appreciate that my own fluency is going to be significantly below its usually very average to poor standards. First, then, we will hear from Equinor CIO Orsil Hanna-Larsen, leader in the large enterprise category, who some of you might even remember from the November 2019 CIO podcast when we caught up with her at the Gartner Symposium in Barcelona. Thank you so much, Edward. My name is Orsil Hanna-Larsen and I'm Equinor's global CIO. And of course, Equinor is a global energy company focusing on uh, oil and gas, but also expanding into offshore wind and solar. Thank you. So when the winner was announced, there were a couple of comments about some of the initiatives and things that you have been involved in and getting outside of your own organization as well. But I want to ask you, what do you think this represents that yourself and your team and the organization has been doing and working on in the last uh, a year or 18 months? Well, I have a kind of a strange career. My first job in Equinor was actually as an offshore catering assistant. So I came from the background of cleaning and somehow landed in the CIO role about four years ago. Uh, But from that time, we have been as a team very focused on trying to utilize technology to create business value and also slowly learning uh, how to do that, but also 
really that technology is just the starting point and that it's going to be all about culture, leadership and capabilities uh, when it comes to uh, winning the digital transformation race. Well, I think a big thing for us has been our strategic partnership with Microsoft because it's uh, enabled a lot of good things for the company. But uh, as part of that partnership, Microsoft established two data center regions in Norway as the first global provider. And of course, getting that kind of infrastructure in place is a huge advantage, not only for Equinor, but for the entire Norwegian ecosystem and the region that it is part of. So that's something that we are very happy to have uh, been able to contribute to, to. Another thing that we have focused a lot on is uh, how technology gives the opportunity for changed ways of working and how that impacts the need for competence. And uh, we have been instrumental in putting a, in place a digital academy for the entire organization that uh, enables uh, Equinor to uh, have employees that better understand what technology can do and how it can impact and what opportunities there are. And I know you've been working with startups as well, and I want to ask you, how much money has been invested in organizations that went through the Equinor Startup Accelerator program and I know not all of them I think are working with yourself but they're uh, getting investment and working with the broader industry as well. Yes, uh, it's actually uh, the innovation department in Equinor that has the main responsibility for running that but from IT we contribute with uh, coaches and with support and each year we have taken 10 selected startups through a 13-week program with us where we work together with them to try to accelerate their solutions. Uh, Last year, nine out of the 10 actually landed contracts with the major companies. Uh, This year, we had the presentations this week. So it's going to be interesting to see the results from that. Okay, and the last question, because uh, I'm sure there's some celebrations you uh, need to do. uh, How important is it to get together with your peers from across the continent, not just in uh, Norway, and celebrate and grow as a, a group. And I also, I assume, celebrate with your team when you, when you get back. No, the interaction with CIO peers is very important to me, both as an opportunity to learn from others, but also to share the things that we are learning and doing well. And one of the things I look most forward to now is actually to go back home to the team because you have to remember that even if I have the privilege of leading this function and setting direction for a lot of the initiatives we do, none of this would be realized had it not been for the IT people who every day dedicate uh, their efforts towards both running safe and secure operations but also helping the company transform. So I'm really looking forward to sharing this victory with them. I think the CIO role is no longer solely a technology leader. CIOs have to be business leaders and they have to drive for business outcomes in collaboration with the business. For us, it will continue to be about the transformation journey of the company, also continuing our cloud journey and, of course, working with the having uh, establishing the right set of competencies and capabilities both uh, in the company as such but also within the IT function 
That was Equinor CIO and SVP Orsil Hannah Larsen. Next, we will hear from the leader in the innovation category, Victor de Avila from Spanish construction company Sassir, followed by Rome Airport's Emiliano Sorrenti. Um, I think there are practically three main reasons why I think that we were able to win this prize. The first one is this is a solution that goes beyond any traditional, you know, um, value proposition uh, regarding digitization. We created a digital twin in an industrial, very conservative environment. And uh, this was key for our, I think, our the win reason why we won. The second one is this is a definite something that goes beyond expectations, that creates value to the business. It's not only a good idea, it creates value. And the third one, I think, is that you can see that this is a team building process. It's not the idea of one person. It's building up a value proposition that involves people from the operational side, people from the innovation side of the business, and we have been working with startups as well, and concretely the Talent Swarm, which is our partner. And I think these three factors uh, have uh, helped us to win this uh, nomination and this prize this year. First, Emiliano, congratulations on uh, being recognized at the CEO of the Year Europe Awards. Could you just introduce who you are, uh, your name and your job title? Emiliano Sorrenti, I'm the CTO of uh, Aeroporti Roma. There is the company who operates the two airports of Rome. So you've just been recognized at the inaugural CIO of the Year Europe Innovation category. Um, the jury made some really uh, tough decisions, but could you describe what you think that you have achieved with your team in the last year or 18 months that you think is uh, its recognition of and, and what that you've done together? Uh, in a nutshell, uh, we have transformed uh, the, uh, the hub of Rome, uh, that is the Fiumicino Airport. Uh, we transformed the airport from being one of the worst airports in Europe, uh, of being... Uh, uh, awarded as the best airport in Europe by Airport Council International for two years in a row. I think this was a very big change and the technology played a key role in this transformation. And how important is it to celebrate with your team when you get back to Rome, the achievements that you've done, but also how important is it for CIOs as a group, whether they are uh, where you're from in Italy or CIOs from across regions to get together to share knowledge, advice and share their successes and their failures maybe as well? I think that's, that's a key success factor. So um, uh, every company is becoming a software company regardless of the business. And I think that more and more we have to be connected one with each other to share experiences and to understand what helped uh, our companies to become a successful company. And I think from this point of view, networking and being a community becomes a critical success factor. Thank you. And I do have actually one last snapshot question for you. So what will be your major priority 
your focus, do you think, for 2020? We're finishing one decade and moving into the next one. So the next generation of airports uh, will be uh, represented by airports uh, where you don't show anymore your passport, uh, your boarding passes or any other type of document, but you simply travel with your own face. And this is what we are starting in these days in Rome with KLM, the Dutch uh, airline. And uh, this is uh, the very first step of something that will change completely our way of traveling in the next decades. Fantastic. Thank you very much. I wish you all the best with that and that you get to enjoy a good celebration this evening with uh, your peers and some of the other CIOs who are with us tonight. Thank you very much for arranging this amazing event. Thank you. The next three discussions feature two of our category leaders, Morton in the SME category and Miao Song in the diversity in IT and business category, as well as Stefan Wurtenberger, who had been runner-up to Morton. Morton, Miao and Stefan had all taken part in the CIO Beyond workshop over the preceding two days, and we'll also hear from those three about what they took away from that gathering of European CIOs. Welcome, Morton, to the CIO of the Year Europe Awards, the inaugural event. Could you please introduce who you are and uh, who you work for? Sure. Well, uh, my name is Morten Gate Christensen. I work as the CIO of Bank Data in Denmark, which is a financial software provider, providing software for one-third of the banks in Denmark. Uh, approximately 1.4 million Danish citizens are using the software, state-of-the-art software. Thank you very much. And you have just been acknowledged for the CIO of the Year Europe SME category. So the jury had their opinions for why you were recognized. But could you try and describe what you think that you've done with your team uh, that you're particularly proud of in the last year or 18 months that you think uh, is what this is a celebration of? Well, I think, I think there's, there's actually um, various reasons. I think one of them is that Everything we do is just about uh, relations. You need to have relations across the team, across your customers, across the board, etc. So, so I think our work with establishing a new governance model that actually ties together the company and our customers, I think, is a, is a, is a big step forward. Combining this with innovation, I mean, when I joined Bank Data, innovation was 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 not really structured. So we, we established a structured approach of innovation, starting to build uh, a culture around innovation. And, and what I've seen in the last uh, 18 months is how you can actually push this innovation towards the customers as well. And I think as a CEO, you just have to recognize you are just you know, part of a huge ecosystem. And, and you need to, you need, you need to you know, connect all the dots. Second question, and I think that will tie into some of the things you've said. So we have been in Barcelona since Wednesday afternoon evening at the Beyond Workshop. So it was a one-and-a-half-day, two-day workshop. So this is a hard question, but what would you say is the key theme or, uh, that's resonated with you or something that you'll take away that was going to be particularly useful for yourself and your team when you go back to uh, Copenhagen and speak to your team on Monday. Well, I, well, I, th- I think some of the issues that we talked about uh, in this in the Beyond event is is very general across the industries, and some of the things I took with me is is around talent, 
how to retain the talent it's just crucial to retain talent in the company and another thing is actually how to commercialize data I mean within the IT we're just sitting on top of the biggest asset that the company has the data and I think it's about time that we help to you know Uh, provide some revenue and some profit for the company. We need to commercialize these data. Indeed, that resonated a lot with the group who were speaking with over the last uh, two days. So the last question, because I know there's a celebration for yourself and some of the friends old who are here and new who you've made. Um, how important is it to get together with your peers from across Europe and not just in Denmark and celebrate what you do and learn as and grow as a group? Well, I think it's it's just so important. I mean, we're just somehow we're just a big family. I mean, I mean, we are all CIOs. We are in the same situation, and and we need to collaborate. We need to share the good stories. We need to share the bad stories. And whenever we do these uh, success stories, which is actually a celebration of our teams, I think it's important that we actually also take time off to celebrate this together as CIOs because. We do share knowledge, and it is this knowledge that helps us grow together. First, congratulations on winning an award at the inaugural CIO of the Year Europe Awards. So yourself, uh, Miao Song, Miles Petcare were acknowledged for the uh, diversity category. So could you just introduce yourself and say what you think that yourself and your team have done in the last year that was recognized and you would like to celebrate with your your team that's done in your department and gone outside of your department as well. Thank you, Edward. What I think was most important for CIO is really create an environment where people can drive transformation, really help the, to align our initiatives with the business initiatives, help the business grow. The second one I think um, we're trying to do, uh, we're not there yet, but we have achieved a lot, is really building a purposeful organization to make sure that whatever we do, either we do the IT transformation or we build the new capabilities, it's fully aligned with the organization purpose. Thank you. And you have been in Barcelona, I understand, for the last day and a half at our other event. So what are the key themes or things that have resonated with you that you're going to take back to Brussels where you're based? Absolutely. So um, in the last uh, a day and a half, we had a lot of conversation around how CIO really fearlessly drive transformation uh, rather than being the functional leaders. I think what I will take back to my work on Monday are a few things. One is The first one is really connected with the broader community outside the company because we actually have 600 years knowledge together in, in this area. I think it's good for us to connect from different industry and really working on some of the challenges together. The second one I will do is actually looking at my internal my, my current organization, uh, doing more stakeholder engagement, really being very active to communicate our strategy uh, with the different business partners in my organization. Thank you. And the last question, uh, because I know you want to get to celebrate with some people you've met over the last few days, is how important, and I think you've mentioned some of those reasons, is it for groups of CIO peers to get together at an event like this and share their knowledge and celebrate their successes and their failures maybe as well? Yes, absolutely. I think uh, the, the value of this community is really 
it's safe harbor for everyone to share something they may not be able to share um, with other people. I think because the reason is that everybody came from similar job. Therefore, they're able, we're able to have create a very safe environment where everybody is very open and to share and to talk about things and work together. So I think that's important. Um, that's what I learned from the last day and a half. Welcome, Stefan. First of all, congratulations. Could you just introduce who you are, your name and your current job title? Thank you. Uh, my name is Stefan Württemberger. I'm um, the CIO of Marabo Inks. Um, we are producing inks in special, special colors for special applications. Thank you very much. So you have just been recognized at the inaugural CIO of the Year Europe, SME, Small and Medium Sized Enterprise Business. So could you describe what you think it was that yourself, your team, I think in your old role, uh, at, at Relenz in, in Germany were recognized for what it's a celebration of that you did together? I guess we have achieved an ecosystem where uh, we connected a lot of different companies to easily uh, deposit and collect parcels um, for for uh, all easy way to uh, to handle that. Thank you. So we've actually been in Barcelona since Wednesday evening uh, we were at the CIO Beyond event. Could you say if there are any particular themes or, th or things that resonated with you that you're going to take back that will be really important to you when you get back to Germany on uh, Monday? I guess the most thing I will remember is uh, that my colleagues and I have the same problem to hire talents and to hold talents and people in the company and um, my most my most thing is that now I have the idea to to change my my business and uh, my mind to hold my people and to get new people in the company thank you and the last question before you get to enjoy your celebration is how important is it for you to get together with your peers as a group like you've done the last two days and particularly tonight to share ideas to celebrate your successes um. that's that's the most important thing for us um, so to to get exchange to get uh, honored uh, to get party together um, that you have some some outside of the business uh, to speak about and that's the greatest thing I will have here in the next couple of minutes Finally, I caught up with UK representatives Dominic Housen and Chris Jekyll, as well as ABB PowerGrid CIO Michael Luchler, about what he recognises the key competencies and capabilities of the modern CIO. Welcome, Dominic, to the CIO UK podcast. Could you please just introduce who you are and where we are? Hi, my name is Dominic Housen. I'm a supply chain planning and IS director for Hovis, and we are in Barcelona. Uh, and what can you see at the moment and what have we been doing here? I'm looking out over the skyline of Barcelona, looking out towards the sea and we've been at the CIO of the Year for Europe. Yes, the CIO of the Year Europe Awards. So we've been celebrating uh, some of Europe's CIO leaders, of which you one you were shortlisted, I believe, with a, a few people from the UK. But it's quite a fierce process. There's only five winners, I think it's a quite ruthless uh, I was on the jury I saw from inside quite how demanding uh, the panel were first question then are there any themes 
that came out that resonated you with you. The second question would be, what have you done with your team in the last year that you think being recognised, having responded to the survey and, and put yourself and your team forward and then being shortlisted represents that you've, you've done as a group in the last year? I think the big theme coming out of all of this evening is all about people and actually giving them a change in their careers and doing something a little bit different. And actually within our business, we've been doing a lot around introducing new technology and a lot of our people are involved in getting involved in having a bit of a career change and getting involved in things like robotics and developing AI uh, patterns for the business and I think we're developing new careers for people particularly in technology that they wouldn't necessarily have had uh, a couple of years ago and I think that's a theme going through the whole of the people that are here today. Thank you and uh, I know you have an incredibly early flight tomorrow I don't know what you would have done if you'd won because it would have been quite hard to celebrate uh, what last snapshot question what will be your priority going into 2020 2020 is all about retaining the really good people to, that we've got today that are developing the really cutting edge stuff that we've got going on at the moment and that's, uh, that's key for me um, we've got some really exciting stuff going on in, uh, in what we're doing in terms of uh, robotics and AI and I want to keep that going and I need to keep those people that's my massive priority at the moment Fantastic. Dominic, thank you very much. I hope to see you back in the bar, but with your early start, I wonder if that's an unrealistic possibility. But have a safe trip back to the UK, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing you at some point in 2020. Thank you, Ed. Uh, If I make my flight, it'll be a miracle. (laughs) Welcome, Michael, to the CIO UK podcast. Could you first of all introduce who you are, who you work for, and then where we are and what you can see maybe as well, if possible. Uh, that's cool. I'm Michael Löchle. I'm working for ABB Power Grids. That's the business that is going to be sold to Hitachi very soon. So I'm going to be a Hitachi guy as of July 2020. So I am now in Barcelona and we are celebrating the CIO of the Year of Europe, first time. And it's a great thing. And I'm standing here on the terrace of the Miramar Hotel and I feel pretty good. That's very good to hear. So you were a member of the first edition of the CI of the Europe judging panel. You were on the jury. So all of the panel came from different backgrounds, lots of CIOs, an academic, uh, a journalist, one too many, I would say. So they had different opinions, different thoughts. But I wanted to ask, what were some of the competencies, the capabilities, uh, the values that you valued for when more than 100 CIOs responded from across Europe, responded to the survey we asked about the business initiatives they're in, the innovation agenda in there, what are they doing to change the culture of their organisation and how they're working with their, their partners? What were the things that you if you were looking back now, valued the most. I made a deliberately long question to give you a bit of thinking time as well. Thanks for that. I mean, we were looking obviously at um, the classic things any bread and butter CIO would have to, to deal with. Uh, but on top, on top of that, it is the digital agenda, what sort of new technologies were applied, what are the specific leadership skills needed for that, and what is the ability to, to actually manage the cultural change that is associated with it. Those were the key uh, capabilities we were looking at. 
And what was the uh, award that you handed out this evening? And what were your comments about that one? I think, if I remember correctly, it was innovation. And what did you uh, mention about that that category and its relevance on the CIO role at the moment? That that's correct. I was dealing with the innovation part of it, and I mean there were a lot of uh, very good applicants uh, in 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 that area. It was actually difficult to really find the top three. Um, I was, you know, confronted with the question, you know, what is the innovation agenda of a, of a CIO? How can a CIO drive uh, the innovation agenda? And I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty simple, you know. Um, apart from the bread and butter IT the CIO needs to manage, it's about, you know, how influential he can be to bring up uh, new ideas that are significantly introducing um, new business process designs or completely new business processes or significantly improving existing processes in terms of efficiency efficiency sorry and uh, cost reductions um, and then of course that ties very closely to the question what what is the place or what has he has a CIO a seat on the table of the execs to be actually able to 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 influence and to bring up new ideas, explain what new technology offers and how could it translate into new business opportunities? I mean, that's the key thing a CIO needs to do uh, when it comes to innovation. Thank you. And last question, because I think there's a party that's starting uh, behind us. I think it's already started very much so. Actually, a lot of change going on from ABB and the takeover. What is your big priority for 2020? I mean, we're going into another decade. I can barely believe that. So so my personal, my, my, my big challenge for next year is, of course, uh, making sure the carve-out from ABB to Hitachi happens on time and uh, within budget and then we need to build a standalone organization that is able to be integrated later on into the uh, Hitachi group and that's a seven months to go exactly uh, as of Sunday we we're going to have December 1st so it's seven months and that's not a lot of time so there's huge pressure on the organization to make that uh, you know to make that happen as a success and then start a new area uh, under the umbrella or the roof of, of Hitachi, which is, of course, a completely different uh, uh, ball game in terms of culture. Personally and professionally, extremely enriching, but also intense, if I, if I may say so. Yeah, I lied as well. I have one more question. Uh, and that's what I asked all of the winners when I spoke to them earlier. It was the last question, which was, how important is it for CIOs to get together as a group of peers, um, whether it is in their own network, their own region, or in this case from across Europe, to celebrate their successes, to share what they're doing, and then I suppose to go back to their teams and celebrate with their teams. There are a lot of shortlisted people here who didn't win, but I'm sure they'll want to um, share the, the power and the acknowledgement and the recognition that, they, that they've had. I think it's uh, very important to get together as a as a as a group and as a team on a European level. I mean, I think that's that's fantastic. You always learn. You also learn from the ones that are not winning. You know, there's only one guy who can win, and there's many many who have uh, applied and there there have uh, uh, you know a tr- shown a tremendous performance as well. So it's not belittling uh, uh, what they have done. And I think it's the social part. Just getting together in a in an easygoing environment like here in Barcelona is 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 simply fantastic. 
And, you know, it's also great to learn that, you know, we all struggle with the same things. We all put on our trousers uh, one leg at a time. And, uh, and, and that's just uh, sort of reassuring and it's simply a very good feeling. Welcome, Chris, to the CIO UK podcast. Could you just introduce who you are, uh, your, your name and who you work for? Good evening. Uh, my name is Chris Jekyll. I work for Horace Farrelly and I'm the director of IT there. Uh, and I'm here in Barcelona for the CIO of the Year Europe um, and meeting new colleagues and uh, really, really enjoying the, the event. It's, it's, it's more than what I expected. And what were you shortlisted for it would be the first question and the completely irrelevant second part is what can you see at the moment uh, I was shortlisted for the CIU of the year there were five categories um, it was for the um, small to medium um, uh, uh, enterprise uh, business and um, it was on the back of the uh, CIO 100 for the UK and at the, at the time, I'll, I'll be honest, um, when I got the email asking could I put myself forward, I, I actually, first of all, refused. Um, and the reason for doing that is because uh, it was quite humbling in the UK, but I, I wanted to really sort of champion what the team have done and achieved uh, to, to, get, to get myself to that position in the top 100. But then uh, after a conversation with a managing partner of the law firm, um, he convinced me that actually it's a good thing and that uh, I should put myself forward. Uh, and here I am. So on that subject, what is it that yourself, your team, uh, Horace Farrelly, have done that you think is recognition for both CIO 100 recognition and that being invited to put yourself forward for, for this broader initiative as well? I, th I think my, myself and my team are really proud of um, creating a plan and executing against that plan that is um, really pushing the boundaries of a, 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 a firm that is that well, lots of firms struggle with change and um, bringing in new technology and adopting that technology is a huge uh, ask for, for lawyers uh, as well as the fee earning community and it's not about bringing the technology and it's actually bringing those people along to understand that technology which means you have to introduce new working practices new terminology so there's a lot of education that my team have to do and give to that feeling community and they're just getting better and better and better at it and that's really when we when we submitted the um, uh, the Horace Farrelly um, uh, submission within there it wasn't talking about transformation it was talking about the people and the talent and um, last year I put that team together and this year they're now starting to deliver against that plan uh, and without that team, we, you know, I wouldn't be stood here today. So moving on from talking about the people, the team, the talent, you joined the end of the CIO Beyond workshop, which was 25 CIOs from across Europe, 11 countries represented, uh, sorry, 10 countries represented, 11 if you include the Netherlands and one of the moderators. So there were... Uh, a load of themes that were discussed, but was there anything that resonated with you? Uh, first of all, um, it's quite humbling to be in a room with so many different nationalities and they're all speaking excellent English. Uh, I, I, am, I, I actually feel guilty that I don't speak 
um, a third language. I do speak a second language, but only one person in, in the room did speak Polish. Um, but the main thing that I would take away from that is um, we were talking about innovation and how you uh, adopt innovation within your companies. And actually, a lot of people um, were approaching that slightly differently, but that was probably because of the levels of um, the different sectors or the industries that were being um, represented, but also the, the different levels of maturity. But there was always a theme that kind of that resonated with me around um, engagement. And it was engagement, engagement, engagement. You can't do enough of it. Uh, and that for me was about, you know, innovation is, you know, you're, you're, you're pushing or you're enabling um, people within the business to put ideas forward. But the only way you can do that is through real engagement. And uh, that's what I'm going to take away is I'm, I'm going to go back and, and, and assess again how we engage within the firm and, and try and improve even more so than what we do today. Yeah, you had a really good facilitator to get you to the uh, engage, engagement part, I'm sure. Um, very final question, uh, which is how important is it as CIOs, as a group, to get together to celebrate uh, their successes, to share ideas with their peers, to celebrate their failures if they're a, a, a failures as well? Uh, both when we do it in the UK, but here I think it's really cool as a much broader community. What, what I find working in the UK is that I've built a, a phenomenal network that um, if I face a problem, I know that there's expertise in my peer group that I can turn to and, and ask their advice, and equally they ask my advice. But the one thing is I feel that we, we tend to be in a bubble. And when you then broaden that um, capability and that network to a, kind of the broader network across Europe, it, it just it, the, the the connectivity then is is expanded tenfold, and, and for me this evening and during today, um, I've made so many new connections. But but just the thought leadership that that has come out, and, and um, I've been humbled. I have generally been humbled, and I and I've, I actually said to my wife, I I feel like a small minnow in a very large ocean coming here because the, the there's so many good ideas. It's, I wish I had more time to spend talking to them and tapping into their, their kind of best practices. Uh, and, I, and I want to come back again and do it uh, and have those conversations. And I, might, I suppose my question to IDG and, and the, the CIO community is um, how can we actually make this a community that virtually we can um, kind of facilitate that conversation um, more regularly throughout the year? That, therefore, is a wrap for another edition of the CIO UK podcast. Thank you to all of those who contributed, and indeed all of those who have contributed over the whole of 2019. Thank you, of course, also for listening. If you haven't done so already, do not forget to subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Consider giving us a rating and feedback, positive or otherwise. And you can also get in touch with us on our social channels, which is at CIO UK on Twitter and LinkedIn. And I'm very much looking forward to sharing some more conversations with you in the next decade.